Welcome to the DecisionWise Engaging People podcast. My name is Charles Rogel. I'm a senior consultant here at DecisionWise. I'll be moderating today's conversation. With me is David Long. Hello. Uh, Dave is our Vice President of Assessment Services here at DecisionWise. He's also a senior consultant, works with many clients around the world on employee engagement surveys and helping them create uh, action plans, uh, working on organization uh, topics. Our topic today is on vision alignment. And so um, what we're trying to address here is a question from our employee engagement survey that we frequently ask, um, which says, the vision and goals of this organization are important to me personally. Um, there's another question related to that in terms of, uh, I understand the vision and uh, mission of this organization. So, um, so Dave, how would we, so I guess, describe, I guess, what we're trying to measure there, what the issues are in the organization, and why this is important. Yeah, and it's interesting when we look at both of those questions together on a survey, because we ask first, I understand the vision and goals of this uh -huh. organization. The second thing, as you mentioned, the vision and goals of this organization are important to me personally. And so you would expect, most of the time, that um, more people would understand the goals mm -hmm. that would think that they were important to them personally. Right. I've seen kind of this a subset. Yeah. And every once in a while, you get an organization where there's fewer people in the organization that are saying they understand it. Uh -huh. So, so, and more that, a, that and more that say it. that this is important to me personally. <laughs> so you get this like weird inverse relationship between those two questions. It should be every time I understand them and they're important to me personally. Sure. Um, you get people that are saying, I don't understand what the goals are, but I know they're important to me personally, mm -hmm. right? So, so why do we ask the question and what is, why is it important? Well, we think that understanding the larger purpose of the work that you're doing, the larger goals that you're trying to accomplish as the organization helps me understand what my role mm -hmm. in those larger goals is so it can increase my feeling of impact or my feeling of, of the work that I'm doing here is valuable. Mm -hmm. The second piece to that is if, if I really think that we're doing, working on things that are really important as an organization that helps my meaning, yeah. helps me get more meaning and purpose in my work and make me feel like, hey, I'm doing something that's really important or, or I'm helping uh, our clients or our, the people that we serve. in a bigger serve. way, yeah. Yeah, I'm contributing in some bigger way. So they're actually, we would think, really important questions that we're asking on the survey um, in, order to, in order to really understand is a person going to be able to engage Interesting that we see sometimes where, and it happens with every organization at some point or another, you just have a large population of people that don't understand the vision and goals of the organization. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's, I, I'd say that's more common to have a large group of people in the organization that don't understand it then. The second thing that I'm about to say is every once in a while, because we can divide this up, we can we can slice the data and understand what does the executive team think. And when sometimes every once in a while you have an executive team that says we don't understand the vision of, those <laughs> right. of the organization, and that's when and you know you're in trouble. The origination of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's when you know you're in trouble. So, um, so I, you know, as I think about this topic, I think about it from two different perspectives. One is, um, if I was an executive in an organization and I felt like I had a problem with a, aligning this organization to the vision that I have yeah. or that we have as an executive team, There's, how would I approach that? And the second way I would look at it is if I were a manager, a frontline manager in this organization, um, and I was wanting to align my team better 
with the goals and the vision of the organization, yeah. then how would I, how would I address that? Yeah. Mm. Okay. So let's talk first with the, the top leadership and ho- hopefully they're aligned mm-hmm. or they have these uh, defined well. Right. So, you know, what's interesting. Um, one of the most common low scoring, in fact, it's one of the lowest scoring questions in our entire benchmark is mm-hmm. we work effectively across departments and, and functions. functions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You see that all the time. It's mm-hmm. one of the lowest scoring and, um, and I, I actually think that alignment to vision is one of those things that's kind of a root cause yeah. of that because you have a leadership team or a top group of executives that I guess they, they're all sort of generally pulling in the same direction, mm-hmm. but when they, if they have a focus of the entire organization, they tend to get along more. They tend to share resources more. They tend to, one would say that, they would subordinate the needs of their team to in order to help the greater organization. Uh-huh. The, just understanding the vision doesn't allow them to get that level of teamwork. They need to all be bought into the the most important thing here is that we're accomplishing. We're all working on this same goal and this vision. And whatever impact that has on my team doesn't matter as much as we as a team and executive team are achieving this goal yeah. and these visions. And so I think it's really important. That if a, an executive team feels like they are not aligned, um, that they feel like we're pulling in different directions or similar directions, but not really the same mm-hmm. direction, uh, that they need to, to to calibrate and say, what do we need to do to make sure that we're all on the same page? Yeah, um, because that the any discord that happens around vision and goals at the top level has a downstream effect, a bullwhip effect that just that just, you know, really impacts the lower levels. They feel it the worst yep. in the organization because they feel like, hey, your department is working on a goal that feels completely different than my department. Right. Competes with our department. Yeah, it, even <laughs> yeah, sometimes they compete. I right. mean, they literally do. I mean, I've been in um, in in meetings with different people from different departments that are saying, well, you're trying to do this, and I'm trying to do the opposite thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it happens a lot between like sales teams and operations teams. Right, it yeah. feels like we're Very both common. going in a different direction mm-hmm. and we're not aligned and neither team wants to bend and, and feel like, Hey, we're going to subordinate what we need for this so that this other team can go and accomplish the goals of the organization. So yeah. if it's not, if it's not at, consistent at the top of the organization, it's certainly not going to be consistent at the bottom of the mm-hmm. organization. So one of those things that I'm thinking about as a top leader, if I was an executive in an organization where I felt like there was discord about what are our vision and goals, or even if we understand what they are, what are we all going to do to work together to make sure that we we achieve those vision and goals? That's, that's the first place that I would start. But so how can a team, executive team, kind of achieve better alignment uh, with their goals? Yeah, I I don't think that's an easy thing. Uh, that's not necessarily an easy thing to do. Um, I, I you know I think they have to sit down in a room together and and figure out what is the goal that we're trying to accomplish, mm-hmm. and what are the activities that we're doing on each of our teams that do not serve that goal, uh-huh. that do not serve the vision that we're trying to accomplish, and what are the ones that are at odds. I th- I really do think that it just takes some really? very tough conversations with with the executive team in order to get that hashed out. But what we see in some of the downstream effect is, is on, and it may not, it may be that a, a, an executive team is completely aligned around the vision and goals, but we may still have issues 
with whether or not people are aligning to that goal downstream. Yeah, because it's based on how then the, our next topic, you know, the manager perspective, how well they're kind of feeding that information down mm-hmm. and creating that. Because they're the ones really answering the, the day-to-day tasks, and the manager is responsible for translating that big vision and goal into me creating this right. widget on the production line. Exactly, and how does this widget relate to the widget that they're creating on the other production line? Yeah. And how, does <laughs> it, how are we marketing it, and how, like, how do we see that whole picture together? And I think that's on the executives a little bit to, to kind of try to paint that picture. But it also, some of that responsibility has to flow down to individual managers. Yeah, and sometimes I see some resistance there because a manager will say, listen, I don't care if you know the mission, values, strategy of the organization. I just need you to make this right. and deliver these production right. quotas or do your job. You know, yeah. Don't worry about all this extra stuff. Why do you, why just, do you care? Yeah, just focus. <laughs> yeah, why do you <laughs> right. care? Yeah. And, and then, and then we're always we're constantly um, we're constantly reminded when we and and I was just in this this week working with a focus group of with, with an organization or a few focus groups in an organization to try to understand uh-huh. you know this issue and and we're constantly reminded that if you don't give context for what somebody's doing then they will do it in a way that does not oh yeah you know what I mean it uh-huh. doesn't jive with what's going on in the rest of the organization yeah. so. So, um, so they need to have that context. They need to know, hey, when I do this, when I make a change to this production, it impacts this team over here. I need to let them know, right? Like there's, there's a lot of that, that that happens when we're not aligned around the same goals. Yep. And when managers say, just forget the, who cares about the larger vision here? I just want you to do your job, yeah. build your widget, whatever it might be. I, and it's, it's interesting because I think most managers care about their teams a lot. Mm-hmm. And they kind of put their arms around their teams and say, hey, I support you. And, and they go to bat for their teams and they defend their teams kind to the, the rest of the organization. They, they're a buffer to the rest of the organization. And mm-hmm. so besides just that temptation to, to say forget about the larger vision and goals, the other temptation I see managers do is to try to insulate their teams from other the rest of the organization from the larger organization. Oh, yeah. And something that's interesting is – um, because we look at our data, our, our larger engagement data in a lot of different ways. One of the most interesting things that I think we've found is people can really like their managers and, in fact, love their managers, uh-huh. but still be disengaged. Well, how can that be? Because we've we've heard you don't quit a job, you quit a manager, sure, yeah. right? Uh-huh. If you really like your manager, how can you not be engaged in the organization? Well, I, I think there's a next level to management besides just we like each other. And uh, we, uh, the people on my team like each other and they like me and we have a good relationship and I care about them and, I, and I'm protecting them from the rest of the organization. And that is I am helping people feel like they belong in the larger mm-hmm. organization. And it's a temptation when a manager has to deliver bad news to just pass the buck. Right. Yeah. Next level up and say, Throw oh, them this is my bus. decision. Yeah. This is th- this is happening Sorry, to us. Sorry, guys. the organization. Mm-hmm. And that creates distance between the team and the and rest the of the organization yeah. that creates distance between the, what the team is trying to accomplish and the larger vision sure. and goals in the organization. And it can create m- massive silos and it's the easiest thing in the short term for the manager to do just to pass the buck. So they don't have to own responsibility for the things that are happening from a larger them. strategic yeah. perspective in the organization. And so, and, and so you get these silos and you get people that love their managers, but they're not really engaged. Next level of management is is for a manager 
to not only have a good relationship with their team, but to extend that relationship, to extend the, the glow of that relationship to the larger organization, to tie what we're doing here as a team to the larger organization, get them to feel like they fit in in the larger scope of things and feel like, hey, we're working toward this vision, this larger vision mm-hmm. that, that we're all trying to accomplish. You know, I have another example to share. Uh, I was working with an organization that had about 10 different locations doing s- similar similar type work. That they actually um, were providing uh, health services um, and behavioral health services uh, within a community. And one of the locations had just stellar results around the organization scores. You know, they care about us. Mm-hmm. Uh, they trust us to do our jobs. We understand that, you know, we're aligned with the vision and goals. All those were really good. All the rest of the uh, locations were much lower uh-huh. and below our benchmark. And I asked him, I said, well, what is going on here? This one location loves you, and all the rest have these low scores. And so the response was, well, it's the manager there. Mm-hmm. That manager, when we come there, they really kind of play us up. You know, we go visit, and, mm-hmm. and they're really introducing us and, and talking good about what's going on in the organization. And so just the perspective and the framing that that local manager was doing to um, instill this uh, this uh, idea about the good things going on in the organization right. had a huge effect on those scores, um, much much differently than the rest of the locations. Uh, and I think yeah, that's a great example. And I think our statistics, our numbers bear that out, right? Mm-hmm. So like if 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 a manager has a great relationship with their team and they are also able to create within that team a relationship with the larger organization, mm-hmm. those teams tend to be engaged. Yeah. You know, they tend to really they tend to really align themselves with the organization rather than just their teams. And what happens is so often you feel like, hey, you know, when I'm working within my team or with my direct manager, we're all good. But as soon as I need to work with somebody outside of the team, it becomes it becomes difficult. But not when the manager is really helping to facilitate, just as you said, yeah. those conversations with even top leadership or even with the other teams. It's interesting because as we've looked at our data and, and kind of understood What's causing engagement? We, we we've always known that connection is a major, a major thing. Mm-hmm. People feel need to feel like they belong in the organization, um, and and we found that managers can have a direct impact on whether or not people feel like they belong, not just on their teams but in the larger organization. And some of the things that we measure on the survey are some of the things like if you're a manager, an individual manager, here's some of the things you might want to be thinking about. How do you make your employees feel like the larger organization cares about them? Mm -hmm. How do you get them to feel like the vision and goals of this organization are important to them personally? How do you get them confident about the organization's future? You, You start having those, you start thinking about that, that changes the way that you're talking to your employees. That's more of a long term focus. The easy thing to do in the short term is to. But but then long term you have disengaged employees right, and now what right. do you do? Yeah, so you kind of have to support these policy changes that are difficult. Uh, you know, benefits got changed, our premiums went up on health insurance. You know, right. everyone's down. Well, how do I, you know, uh, <laughs> right. reframe that? You right. know, so, exactly. Uh, yeah, it's difficult. Yeah. Right, it's difficult. And 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 the the bottom line is, even though they're hard conversations, it's much better to to kind of wear wear the organizational badge and Mm -hmm. go to bat for the organization because long term that's going to create a better relationship between your employees and the larger organization. Mm -hmm. More commitment, more commitment. Exactly. It's tough to, to really be committed and engaged in an organization you don't respect. Right. Right. And so um, you want people feeling cared for by the organization that, that, that this organization is going to be successful and you want people feeling like, 
um, you know, the what we're trying to accomplish as an organization, that that matters to me personally. Yeah. And and when you can get to that position, um, then then you usually have an, an employee that's pretty engaged. Good points. Great. Well, Dave, thank you very much uh, for the insight here around this topic about creating vision alignment. I also want to put in a plug as we wrap up here around or for our uh, 360 degree feedback uh, coaching certification training. So we do this a couple times a year. We're, our next session will be September 25th to the 26th. That's uh, 2019. It'll be at our headquarters here at DecisionWise in Springville, Utah. So check out our website to get more details. Um, uh, the, the coaching certification is a, a great program run by one of our best coaches here at DecisionWise. And um, you learn a lot about 360s, how to coach individuals, and increase performance. Dave, thanks again for uh, your feedback here. Thank you. Thanks, everybody, for joining us, and we hope that you join us on our next podcast.